Hey everybody, it is your gracious host, Coach Miko, and I want to thank you for joining me for, um, <laughs> I just noticed something, hold on, <laughs> oh my gosh, so episode four of season two, all right, um, today's episode is titled Servicing Your Social Media, um, when I say servicing your social media, you know, when you have a car, you have to service your car. You have to um, replace the brakes every so often, get a tune-up, oil change, you know, depending on the mileage. You know, you have to make sure that you're replenishing the fluids and whatnot, servicing your AC. And... Mm. This is uh, this is no different with social media because social media has become such a huge part of many of our lives um, more now than ever. We are definitely influenced by the things that we see and hear. So just as if we listen to a certain type of music or watch a certain type of shows or surround ourselves with certain type of people, well, social media is surrounding yourself with people. It's a social experience. So you want to make sure that, you know, because social media really has caused a lot of mental health issues amongst people. And um, it's just... It's a it's an addictive drug like form of inter entertainment more so than socializing. You know, it's become a, a huge source of entertainment. However, sometimes we are seeing things in people um, that we really aren't getting a good feeling from following. I'm going to keep the G with you. And excuse me. I'm having some prosciutto board. But let's keep it real. You following your ex? What I'm talking about. The ex that you hate. The ex that cheated on you and broke your heart. That doesn't even speak to you. That never, ever even extended an apology for all of the that they did trying to stop using profound language. But you don't hear me, though. You're still following him and his new baby's mama and her sister and her sister's baby daddy. Come on now. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. Very unhealthy. <laughs> and I know sometimes we think, do things and we know that they're unhealthy, but we do them anyway. That's just an example of following an account that can give you negative feelings. Mess with your, with your psyche. Disturb your peace of mind. Because that's something that you shouldn't be worried about. You have to let that go. You have to let that be in the past. 
So, you know, we have to delete people that were toxic to us or that we were toxic to or we just had a bad relationship with. Why are you keeping these memories around? Why are you interested in what is going on in this person's life? So that's something that is is a big one is, you know, following somebody who you were in love with. Because sometimes all that we have now of that person that we loved so much is a screen. But is it really helping or is that hurting you? I think we know know the answer to that, right? It's definitely not helping. Next. I want to talk about these types of things, you know, such as following your ex or following the girl who you were best friends with or the girl who's friends with the girl you were um, best friends with. Um, just following people for the wrong intentions. I can't see how you could possibly be receiving something positive uh, or a positive feeling. I mean, so it, it's not even just about that. It could be people that you don't know. Um, there was someone I was following. I think she was, um, an influencer. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was that she did, um, for a living or on social media. Now, there wasn't anything in particular that was totally irritating or awful, but when I saw this this um, this um, profile, these uh, these posts in my feed, I felt like an unhappy feeling when I looked at the photo. I can't tell you even exactly what the picture was or what the caption was or what it was. I just remember feeling the feeling that came across me. It was annoyance, like discontent, you know, anything that makes you feel unhappy or irritated when you're when you're looking at it on your social media. Any any um, it could be just the 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 mindset of the person, the way that they're presenting things. You just don't understand them or you don't you just don't like their content. So at all. That's not a good feeling. I don't know why, why would you follow someone who you don't like their content, right? Um, a few weeks ago, there was a photo of a girl um, that I went to college with. And somehow she's back on my social media. I remember her. She wasn't really nice, wasn't helpful. Um, when we were on teams, it was kind of difficult. So... I decided then, okay, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna start making sure I annually or at least maybe every six months or so purge my Instagram. I decided like that's enough. I don't need to follow everyone on social media and I do not need everyone to follow me on social media. I don't want everyone seeing me as much as people may think that I do because I'm in the public eye. And I'm and I'm in community. I mean, I don't need everybody in my business, but you know, I know how to go to that tab in settings and remove someone from following me as well. You know, I think I have the greatest, most amazing unfollow session since I've been on Instagram 
with someone who has um, been a constant toxicity in my life for years, um, no matter how, you know, it, we could have tried to resolve it. There just was never a back on track type of thing. And even trying to be cordial and nice and pass on some hellos and likes, you know, there was always something a little annoying about what I saw and what I read. And, and, you know, they probably felt the same way too. So we decided to break up on social media and I feel really good about it. Like I feel free. And it's crazy that, someone can impact you that much. I'm not saying that it, it ruined my day when I saw this person's profile post. It's just would be like, mm, you know, yeah, I, I don't really care to be seeing this and I have no reason to really want to look at uh, that person's life anyways, you know, um, one really interested in anything that they had to say. And, you know, they just weren't my gem. The way that they live, who they are is just not my gem. I don't get down with certain things that that person um, does. And, you know, sometimes I'll be turning my nose up as I'm scrolling. And why? Why even take yourself through that when you can just unfollow the person? I mean, like the world is not going to end because you unfollow people. Seriously. Social media, it really doesn't have to be a toxic place, the toxic place that everyone says it is, but you have to actually be willing to make the, the moves to make it not toxic, right? You have to be able to filter. Yeah, sometimes we even need to detox ourselves, detox our minds from social media, um, get it out of there. Like literally take a break sometimes and it's okay to announce it. Now, when I say detoxing from social media, if you're just choosing this because of social media, I'm talking about your Facebook, Instagram, Messenger, Snapchat, and Twitter, possibly your text, email, and WhatsApp. Who knows if you are doing a social um, media detox in your social media detox, you need to unplug to unwind, right? You need to be able to just relax without looking at a phone. Spend less time scrolling, more time living. Put your phone down when you're on a date, when you're watching a movie. When you're studying, if you don't need it, when you're talking to your spouse, when you're talking to your, your family and friends, um, even when you're on the phone with them and you're scrolling, you're not really focusing on what they're saying, right? It doesn't matter what other people are doing also. What really matters is what you're doing. So that's why you need to put the phone down. Focus on your own stuff. Everything that you do does not have to be seen or heard. You don't have to post every single thing you do. You don't have to post to prove anything. That's crazy. You want people to know what you're doing so you're posting like, unless you're doing this for business purposes, but if you're just doing it to try to show what's going on 
you know, because you need people to know what's going on. That's a different thing. And even if you like to show people what's going on, sometimes we need to just take a break to be alone with your own thoughts and rejuvenate. You have to take special time to devote to your mental health, you know, and any time spent devoted to your mental health is well spent time. Consider yourself when purging, posting less to do more. Because we are all guilty of spending so many hours on social media throughout the day on and off. Well, we could be using that time to probably be more productive. You can grow without showing the world. You can glow without showing the world. So... You just sometimes have to give yourself a break from social media. So we're going to do some social media detox mantras. Okay. Again, less scrolling is more living. Being offline is a luxury. I am disconnecting to reconnect. It is time to go offline to realign. Process emotions don't distract. I'm putting my phone down to pick up my life. I fuel my focus, not my feed. I fuel my focus, my mind, not my feed. I'll grow and glow off the grid. Disconnecting is essential, guys. You got to disconnect. You got to get quiet. I say it all the time. You don't have to post it to prove it. Wee wee. So, while we're detoxing, there's a seven-day social media detox that you can follow for each day. It'll kind of keep you, you know, a little busy because you have something that you're actually going to be focusing on doing. Okay. Day one, focus on self-care. So like pamper yourself, try meditation or yoga, um, you know, take a long bath and do, do a spa day, something like that. Day two social media detox learn something new something you always wanted to try try something new you know start that blog sis start that blog i'm telling you this is such a release for me and an outlet start that blog Write that book. Day three, raise positive vibrations. uh, Go ahead and, and commit to creating something nice for yourself and your loved ones. Do something kind. I try to advise everybody to to uplift women on social media. Take a day out of the week where you spend, you know, a certain amount of time when you are on social media being positive. I like to go go 
compliment people. I like to go look at what a great job women are doing and let them know I see you or, you know, how much, you know, how, how beautiful they are or, you know, how much business and marketing I see them promoting. Um, you know, that's just one thing that I do and that's on social media, but there's other things that you can do as well. Um, day four, change your environment, get creative, change something about your environment. Something that I often like to do myself is to do staycations, pick somewhere far outside on the outskirts of the city of Las Vegas and go retreat, spend a couple of days just with yourself. Okay. Day five, finish one thing you have left unfinished for a long time. So for me, I have eight classes left in my degree and I am so ready to go back to school and finish this degree. And I also want to go to um, school uh, for something else and also want to get a certification for something else as well. So, you know, I'm ready to get, get um, you know, at least finish up on my degree. Um, so that's something that I've, I've needed to do for a long time. I'm way behind for graduation. I mean, entirely too behind. Day six, enjoy the present moment and let your intuition guide you throughout the day. No stressing about next week, next month. No stressing about next year. Live in the moment and make it count. No stressing about the past. No, no making the past the present. Be in the moment. Just let the good feelings guide you throughout the day. Okay? Day seven, spend time in nature. Recharge your energy by taking a trip, uh, you know, somewhere, like I said, I, I like Mount Charleston and I love the lake and Lake Las Vegas. And, you know, we have a lot of nature here in my city in Las Vegas that people don't know about. We do have the lake. Yeah, it's a man-made lake. So what? Quit hating. It's water. It looks like it's not man-made. Go play around it. Go sit around it. Go to Mount Charleston when it's snowing. Go to Mount Charleston when it's not snowing. It's beautiful out there. Go take a hike. Go to Red Rock Canyon. You know, um, we have things to do. Drive out to Arizona. Drive to Laughlin. You know, drive to Cali. Take the ride. See some nature. Go outside in your backyard. Go to your patio. You know, whatever you can do to just listen to nature and watch nature. It is such a healing thing. So I know today it kind of seems like we jump from one thing to another, but these were two things that went hand in hand and it was servicing your social media and having a social media detox for yourself. So make sure you are servicing your social media um, and also detoxing. And I'm going to go over once again what I mean by both of those. So to wrap it up, we talked about servicing your social media, which is unfollowing and unsubscribing, um, going through your email and social media accounts and unfollowing and subscribing from those uh, that don't inspire or uplift you. 
that should be why you're on social media for positivity, socializing, working, um, but in all for positivity, you you're you're being social with people. You're not supposed to be on social media to stalk your enemies. That's not socializing, yo. Um, also, we talked about um, not getting on social media for some time. Now, when you are on social media, try to use your extra time in the morning to do things. You know, use the extra time in the morning for your soul. Take a walk, read a book, you know, make a mood board, something like that. At least wait until noon to try to get on social media. But then we have to take a break, even if it's for a day, for a week, for a month, so on and so forth. Taking a break is just a good idea from social media to come back, refreshed, renewed. You know, again, maybe you can do something fun. Maybe you can do something that you needed to finish. You know, something that you always wanted to do, spend some time with maybe, um, you know, the people in your household a little more, um, you know, just devote that time to yourself and your, and, you know, if you want to, you know, to take that time and to your loved ones or, you know, to grinding harder for that business, grinding harder for that book, grinding harder for that podcast, grinding harder, you know, just to practice self-care more, um, I think that that's very important. And I, you know, sometimes I find myself so engulfed in social media and trying to put out content and trying to come out with ideas and working on these things that I want to do and trying to share it with my followers and my listeners because at the end of the day, I'm really trying to help. So my mind is so busy and I'm trying to put out these things. And, you know, I do realize that I need to take time away. I don't have a problem purging. But I don't have a problem purging and deleting and unsubscribing and things like that. But it's just getting off because I feel like it's always work for me on social media. But again, you guys, thanks so much for joining me. You are the best, best audience ever. I'm going to have some merch coming soon. I'm going to have some glassware, some uh, clothing. I'm going to be doing a a lot of things, guys, um, to come and I'll let you know. Don't forget that you uh, can listen to the I Am Her podcast on the platforms Google Podcast, Anchor, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Copy RSS, and a few more that are not named. However, you guys also can support us by paying as little as 99 cents a month to support the podcast. I'm going to also post it on social media. If you guys have any questions, concerns, please feel free to leave a message or go to I am her podcast underscore on social media. Follow us, DM me ideas you may have, any subjects that you're interested in. Also, there are coaching services available through I am her solutions. I am a certified trained life coach offering life coaching services. So we all need somebody to talk to. I do consultations as well. So um, you can click the book button in the I Am Her podcast. I Am Her LV uh, Instagram page as well. I will see you guys in two weeks. Be blessed. Be safe. I love you all. Stay tuned for story time though. All right, it's story time. It's a new segment that I've added to the I Am Her podcast. 
These stories may be about me, someone else. They may be random or they may be subjective to what we spoke about on the podcast episode. I don't know why this popped up in my head, but I was just thinking about this one time. This is embarrassing, but I don't know. I was only I was only 27 at the time. And I had this uh <laughs> my boyfriend at the time. He lived in a trailer park and um we'd have gotten into an argument and he wasn't answering my calls like all day, which was very unusual. So, you know, I was a young girl, young woman. I decided to go ahead and get in the car and go see, you know, what's going on or whatever. Hopefully he's okay because of course I didn't that's all I was I was just worried, you know, for his safety. So when I get there, on a trailer, okay, I'm only barely five two, barely. And you know, trailer windows are high. And it was me and my cousin. My cousin, my cousin was at my house doing laundry that night. So we drove down there. And I can't see in the window because I'm too short. So my cousin, <laughs> and I know she will never forget this either, put her hand, her fingers together, interlocked her fingers so that I could step on her hands to look through the window. I don't know if I should tell you guys the rest of what happened. Yes, I will. So when I looked through the window, it was, um, there was a young lady sitting on the floor. And, you know, my boyfriend at the time, he wasn't in the room at all. The girl was just sitting on the floor watching TV. And he had a bed. She wasn't on the bed. I don't know what it was about, but I just knew that I needed to knock on the window. So I began to knock on this trailer window. And I, I was really knocking, like, hoping that he would come in to the room. But he never came. And so I was just hitting the window, you know, knock, knock, knock. And my fist went through the window. I still have the scars right now on my um, forearm. But I never would bust a window out of any, anyone's trailer. Ever. But what y'all need to know is this. I don't know how old that trailer was. But trailer park, trailer windows are very thin. It wasn't a trailer. It was an RV. Well, not an RV. A mobile home. There we go. Sorry. It was a mobile home. But the mobile home windows are really thin. So ladies, if you happen to go knock on anyone's window and they live in a, a mobile home that's probably, you know, more than 20 years old, you cannot knock with your angry fist. Because you will bust the window open. And I, I thought I needed stitches, but, you know, I was, I made it. And I was here to tell the story. And that was a very long time ago. And don't do that, girls and boys. But I'm just being real, though. I did that. But I really didn't try to break his window. And I'm not going to say what happened after that. We didn't fight, nothing physical, but enough of that. No, he kicked a dent in my car. If he ever hears his podcast, AJ... Remember when you kicked those dents in my car? I know you felt bad. I felt bad because I broke the window, but it was an accident. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. I'm literally going to be just silly and open and talk about moments and things, whatever pops in my head. So anyways, yeah, that's crazy. That did happen. But I love you guys. Thank you for joining me. Please come back. And please follow the I Am Her podcast on Instagram and also I Am Her podcast on Facebook.
Peace.